I really am in tune on what's going on. Like, I just, I was just like, man, like, we got artists that's just as dope as fucking Jada Kiss and, mm-hmm. you know, these people that's out there. Like, we got people that signed to Rock Nation, mm-hmm. distribution deals and things of that nature. You know, we got some of these rappers that came before, their children are rapping. Through the city, through the city, through the city. Girl, I really wanna know, really wanna know if you coming with me, coming with me, with, with me. It's a place I wanna go, place I wanna go. Through the city, through the city, through the city. It's a little spot I know. Do you wanna go? Are you coming with me, coming with me, with, with me? It's a place I wanna go. I just wanna ride with you. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are coming to you from Dope Society in the Bywater of New Orleans. And if this is your first time here, you are now listening to the All the Fly Kids show, where the cool, calm, and connected talk straight, no chaser. I am your host, Geronimo Knows, urban culture, lifestyle enthusiast, reformed blogger turned full-time conversationalist. And super producer Robert J. will be with us shortly. Uh, but in the meantime, you can find us everywhere. You can find the All the Fly Kids show wherever podcasts are hosted, whether that's SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, uh, whatever else is out there, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we did. Yep. Uh, make sure no matter where you listen, you rate, comment, subscribe, rate, comment, subscribe, rate, comment, subscribe, because we need that those numbers. We need to rise up in the ranks because we want to be in everybody's household, everybody's household, airwaves, all of that. Um, also, as always... Taking comments, questions, whatever um, y'all have a question about, if it's something that y'all heard us talk about, you want more info on, you want to call us out on something, you can do that too. Um, you can hit us on both of our Instagrams via DM. Uh, my Instagram is Geronimo Knows. Uh, Robert is Robert J A Y underscore B B. Uh, or you can hit us at the All the Fly Kids Instagram, um, or hit us via email info at alltheflykids.com. Robert J. Uh, at alltheflykids.com. Either way, uh, make sure you submit those comments and questions and we'll definitely address them on the show. Last but not least, uh, I talked a few weeks back about how I released a shoe uh, with my good man, Charles Keys, and uh, it's called Collins and Keys. is the name of the brand. It's still on sale, y'all, so we definitely want y'all to get that. Um, make sure y'all get y'all a pair. Very clean, nice, clean silhouette. You know, something classic, um, something fresh. You know, we say it's simple, never boring. That's how we're approaching things. Um, and it's for... You know, whoever likes effortless style, but they're still bold, you know. So, collinskeys.shop, where you can find that, collinskeys.shop. You can also find that link in all the Fly Kids bio. You also see it in the show notes, too. So, make sure you get that, collinskeys.shop. Um, wouldn't want y'all to be without a pair of those this year. All right. So, boom. We are back with another music episode. It's episode 109. Calling this another music is the answer episode. Summer vacation. And, um... You know, with the music episodes, we not only hear from music artists and industry professionals about their careers, but we have a no-holds-barred conversation about what's happening across the music industry. So, it's officially summertime, and now, being in this digital music era, we got a rock of releases to kick off the summer with plenty more to come. So, we also had the XXL freshman list for this year drop, um, and DJ Booth decided they was going to come out with an illustrated version of their own, um, which is basically... The double XL freshman list, they just illustrated it. I, I don't know what that's about. But anyway, you got you got that happening. Um, 
So we got someone here this week that's going to help us navigate this conversation and um, to also talk about some of the lyrical talent that's brewing in and around New Orleans. He's an artist manager, podcaster, radio show host, and now executive producer mm-hmm. of the critically acclaimed mm-hmm. Supreme Beings compilation album, along with, and this is how I learned about him, um, his How You Love That Spotify playlist, which is yeah. featuring many of the best lyricists that you'll find throughout New Orleans right now. Uh, he hosts the, Bru- the Blueprint Show on WBOK, 1230 AM, and is co-host of the Takeover Podcast. Um, and you should listen to all three. Um, Supreme Beings, you should listen to the playlist on Spotify if you're Spotify. Spotify. I need to give a Spotify too. They got the endless playlist. Yeah. <laughs> I am not receiving any money from Spotify. <laughs> this is a total personal opinion, but if Spotify, you want to kick us the bread, yeah, we will take that check. Um, and if you are in New Orleans, make sure that you get with um, the Blueprint Show, WBOK. Yeah. 12.30 a.m. and you can also find the Takeover Podcast wherever podcasts are heard. Um, so since everybody that's here on this show appreciates Strong Bars and we have our own unique experiences in the music industry, definitely this is going to be a, a good episode right here. So family, please introduce Mock to the All the Fly Kids show. We're going to clap it up for yourself. Brother. Clap it up. All right. How you appreciate feeling today? I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. All Glad right. you invited me to come and um when it's talking about music, I'm all for it. Okay, all right. I'm so, always for it. Let's let's jump right into. I know. So, Mock is your name. What's the acronym for? What's the acronym stand for? Massive amounts of quality. Massive amounts of quality. All right. Um, okay, so we're gonna start from the top. Why music? Why music? I mean, this New Orleans. It's the New Orleans image, like where I grew up at. I grew up on Franklin Street in mm-hmm. Ward. I mean, I I stay like in an upstairs apartment building, and it's like. Late at nights on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, really Fridays and Saturday nights, leading to Sunday mornings, like uh, the hood, they was out, like, you know, the the kids who I grew up with, mm-hmm. their families was outside playing all this old school music and stuff like that, so my window was open, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then we had the Bottom Line um, Nightclub, which is the hangover bar right now on Claiborne, Claiborne? Okay, yeah, yeah. That was the Bottom Line, which, you know, was a popular club, so people used to park, so... They used to be outside playing their music, and then we it used to be live, like on, you know, one of the movies you ever saw on. I can't think of a movie right now, like one of old Harlem, um, what's it called? Uh, what Harlem Nights? Harlem Nights. Okay. You know how you know going to a club and people dressed in cars everywhere and yeah. stuff like like that's what it was on the block. Okay. But people were playing their music, so I know it was you know I always wanted to be outside, so you know the lights come on, I got to be inside. So anyway. Um, yeah, man, the music was blasting. I'm out, I'm in the window looking at the night, just the time's ready to go to sleep. So I was just the music, the old school music. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, that the older the older crowd, of course, was playing like the ballroom music per se. But that's what like ain't nothing like that soul. You yeah, know what I'm saying? absolutely. That's where, that's, that's where it started from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, but yeah, so that like that's and then of course that led into this becoming my own person, mm-hmm. listening to our own New Orleans artists, you know what I'm saying, from the Tim Smooths and the, you know, DJ Jimmys and the T.T. Tuckers and the UNLVs, the Partners in Crimes and, you know. Yeah, I know UNLV, you know I know UNLV, and this is all like, because, you know, most people not from New Orleans are mm-hmm. not super familiar with New Orleans music history mm-hmm. um, of, say, like the past 30 years. Um it starts with like no limit, cash money. Mm-hmm. So the artists you name all predate them, as far as yeah, you know. That was, and and it's crazy because like it's not crazy, but I'm saying like it's all that was bounce, gangster, 
rap over mm. bounce beats. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it took, you know, I guess when Manny Fresh and KLC, like, decided to take the twist of bounce, mm. that brown beat and the trigger man beat, yeah. to, decided to take that into another, you know, something else where, you know, where, because, man, I have, you can go on YouTube right now and find Soldier Slim and a project, like, old him doing DJ part, block parts in the project, mm -hmm. with KLC being his DJ playing, rapping over bounce beats. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? You know like, that? That's, like, bounce beat, like, bounce is, is, is New Orleans. Like, a lot of people don't like to claim, I'm one of them at first, you know, because, like, old school bounce and new school bounce is two different things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... I would have to play you like an old school bounce. You know what I'm saying? Who were some of the Who were some of the old school bounce artists or DJs or producers so that I could, you know, go do my research and find out oh, what that sound like? Man, if, like if you listen to an old Cash Money tape, okay, Man Fresh, they all Man Fresh always had like a little quick bounce mix on there. Like okay. if you listen to, uh, I want to say Six and Barone by Young LV. Okay, like they, you know, they had they rapped over bounce beats and Man Fresh had like a little small mix. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like he produced. Manny Fresh is, is, he's one of the ones that, I want to say, I don't want to say started, because I don't know exactly who started, but <laughs> when I was listening to it, like, Manny Fresh and KLC were the two that, you know, like, get the gap, you know, okay. he, um, KLC produced that for a little out, you know what I'm saying, so that, um, man, it's, it's, it's so much more of that, you know what I'm saying, but it's like, Manny Fresh and, and KLC to me were the ones, that's why I got into it and knew, honestly, back then, mm -hmm. As I got older, I knew it was KLC and Manny Fresh. But back then, I didn't know who it was and didn't care. Yeah. Because it was just party music. It was just bounce music. You know what I'm saying? Well, then, if that's the case, then I've heard this before because I remember back in the day, I always talk about this. I remember back in the days of LimeWire. Mm -hmm. I would just start looking mm -hmm. up all types of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember I came across like some old like Juvenile, some old yeah. Manny Fresh, like early 90s stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what is this? And I, mind you, I didn't know, I still didn't know about the genre of bounce. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'd heard the sound, which by that point, besides say like back that thing up, you know, maybe a chopper style. Mm -hmm. By that point, I heard that, but I didn't know that that was bounce music. You yeah. know, um, I didn't know the name for it until many years later, mm -hmm. you know. So, okay, so then I, I know a little bit, I know a little something yeah. about the old, the old bounce. So, you're not, you, there's a lot of people who are not fans of like the newer sound of bounce. Or okay, and why is that? They're not they're not talking about anything. Okay, you know at least when Soldier Slim and Juvenile was rapping over those beats, mm -hmm. they were talking about something. Yeah, whether it was gangsters shooting up shit, whatever. But still, and all, mm -hmm. they were telling a story from where they come from. Now, to me, the new you know what the new bounce. You got some artists that's trying to like a lot of female bounce artists mm -hmm. are trying to lyrically rap over, you know, the bounce beats. But I mean, so I don't know if you like went to like a, a DJ or whatever party where we play bounce music. If it's not a remix version of like an old school Anita Baker song or something like that, it's like really like one or two bars that they constantly just hitting, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Like, you so know, you know them covers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like the covers more than I do. If I, like me, I that's, that's kind of like what a bounce that's the bounce I like. Okay, the, 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 like doing that. the covers and everything. Yeah, I like that. You know what I'm saying? They got some new bounce that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. Jubilee, you know. I, I, 
the old Jubilee and stuff like that's what we came up for part of the crime yeah, like yeah. you know like that's what we come up for okay you know I'm not knocking the new age bounce you know what I'm saying like that's cool but it's not just my thing you know the same could be said overall I think when you think of just like rap and all yeah. the different iterations of rap music mm-hmm. and all the different subgenres that were influenced by rap music you know started off like okay we talking about this and then you know as time went on people started getting money mm-hmm. and then it's just like well maybe people ain't struggling as much you know it's not as much hardship that, that was going on before because mm-hmm. now there's ways you can make money and even thinking about who was I listening to I think I was listening to Gucci Mane's new album and he got a he got a bounce record on there yeah. and I was like every region that has like a subgenre of music like I think about Baltimore Club I think about Go-Go Music in D.C. Uh, where else um I think about even like um, the, the 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 footwork juke music in Chicago, um, bass in in Miami. Um, I'm probably missing some other ones, but um, everybody's ha- has their like their 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 period, their moment. Mm-hmm. And I know like right now, because you're hearing all these artists, these rap artists doing bounce records, you know. And I'm just like, okay, well, we'll see where this goes. Like, how many more people are like, okay, we got to get a bounce record. We got to do one, you know? Um, but I then wonder, well, once that happens, does that mean that it's going to lose its, its essence and its flavor to the point where now you don't, you, you'll have, you'll say have more people in New Orleans wanting to just do, just rap as opposed to create bounce records. But like, they just want to make just straight up rap records, not even doing, not even rapping over bounce records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I just wonder that like once that sound hits the mainstream, you know, the, these regional sounds once they hit the mainstream. One thing that they can't do is take our culture. Mm-hmm. You might could take, you you could take the beat and remix it and do whatever you want to it, but what they're doing to it and what we do to it is two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're. Um, Honestly, Drake Drake knew what he had to do in order to make that pop. Mm-hmm. The fact that he came and got Black and Mild to do it mm-hmm. with 40, that was a genius move on his part. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like That was the only way it was going to work. Besides you, honestly, my personal opinion, I feel like Drake could have fucking remixed a Barney song. <laughs> and that sucker would have blew. Yeah. Just because of the time we was in with Drake. Like, Drake was just the hottest the hottest you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying but what the Chris Browns and all these other people are doing with the I, like you mentioned the Gucci Man. Mm-hmm. I didn't even listen to it I didn't want to listen to it I already know how Gucci Man raps already <laughs> so you think I want to listen to that over a bounce beat I didn't even give it a shot I ain't hating I just yeah I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't I was just let it play I just let the, the album play and I hear this record I'm just like oh okay he's yeah, doing a bounce record it. too and, 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 it, and it happens you mm-hmm. know like all right, don't get me wrong. I understand that people from the city are upset about taking our culture, but I mean, every region that popped had something like that. Mm-hmm. When Houston was popping, people was going down there making Houston records. Mm-hmm. When what DJ Mustard had the West Coast on lock, like people was going to the West Coast getting that sound. Mm-hmm. Wherever the hottest sound that people are going to travel to, right? And you can't knock them from one. To, I mean, it's, it's a hip hop has always been a recycling world anyway. One mm-hmm. that's like, come on, we always sampled from sampling from sampling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm not upset. I'm just 
just give our people they just do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to make sure if you're going to get a vocal from Magnolia Shorty, make sure her family is seeing the cash yeah. from that. You know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne did Bible songs. It didn't blow like that. You know what I'm saying? Because Lil Wayne wasn't, I guess, considered more of a bounce rapper, more of a lyricist, but right. he wasn't trying to break anything new either. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But what... I give that, that Drake credit more to Black and Wild because okay. he knew to put Fifth Wall Weavey. Mm-hmm. He knew to put um, Magnolia Shorty. He damn sure knew I got to get one of the R&B remix joints because mm-hmm. that's what we do down here. Mm-hmm. You go tell you listen to um, the non- mm-hmm. what's it called? The fucking Q93 on um, DJ Papa. What's it called? Social Shakedown. Okay. Social Shakedown on Q93. If you listen to his stuff, yeah, he plays some people that has bounce music, but a lot of it is remixes of Brandy, Monica. You know, you mm. name an R&B artist, they, they have it on there. But Black and Mild understood, I'm going to get my people paid, I'm going to put my people on, and I, this is what we do down here. We're going to remix this joint. Mm. So I'm going to get Lauren Hill. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to get Lauren Hill on it, and then all that added that flavor that New Orleans flavor to it mm-hmm. I haven't heard another bounce song like the one he produced for Drake okay. that was that's one of the ones that's like yeah it's a bounce record that's like a nice though yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, absolutely it's nice you can't knock that it, it's a nice song absolutely. all these other bounce songs that came after that I mean they're high for what it is like Chance mm-hmm. the Rapper with the Doritos don't see I ain't hear that one I'm not, I'm not a Chance fan yeah <laughs> Take yeah, it in like yeah. that. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah, the challenge, he did the Doritos thing, but I think it was for Super Bowl. Okay. With the NSYNC, you know, but a bunch of DJs then remixed the bounce with the NSYNC. Mm-hmm. But then when we had a chance to rap, I personally didn't care for it because mm-hmm. it's like he mimicked Lil Wayne's whole style flow. Mm-hmm. Some people say he paying homage. Some people say he should have left that shit alone. Okay. And I won on if you wanted, you could have got Lil Wayne to do it. That's really what they wanted to do. You yeah, know what I'm true. saying? And I think that's what more people like stop taking out culture. Blah, blah, blah. I think they're saying, if you want that sound to be original, come fuck with us. Come give us our just do. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I think that's what people want more than anything. And that's where it's important. And this is where people like yourself come into play. It's important for people to infiltrate and be working in the industry behind the scenes, you know what I mean? So who re- are representatives and are of specific cultures, you know, regional cultures to make sure like, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, that's cool, but just make sure that you get the right people, you work with the right people who are of it and they can really guide you in the process so it's, it's authentic, it's true. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to just be like, all right, you just took a generic whatever beat and you yeah. just rapping over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... You gotta, you know, and it, and it comes with a lot more too. You know what I'm saying with that? You know, the people in position and shit like that. Like it, that shit has a lot. It's deeper than what we might think it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because New Orleans right now, musically, we don't have a good radio scene down here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not playing no local music. Like I drive to Atlanta. If you drive to Atlanta, you go to DC. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, are they playing DC artists when you go there? It took some time. It took it definitely took some time um, for radio to become supportive. Even once Wale popped, mm-hmm. like it still took a while f- to hear um, artists from that region on the radio. Um, now, because 
so many more are, are, are getting signed mm -hmm. to major labels and there's more artists in the industry at large now they're like okay cool then you got a lot of um, music festivals happening now and they say like Rocket City Festival happened Trelectro all these different things and so now people like the radio's like okay this is there's there's money in this so let's let's get behind it so damn right so we got Bounce Bounce has this platform mm -hmm. I just told you they got four hours of non-consistent Bounce on a Saturday night mm -hmm. they got the Bounce's New Orleans People like to argue about New Orleans sound. New Orleans sound is bounce. I don't care how much bars you can rap. I don't care about none of that shit. Bounce is New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's where we come from. That's where we are. That's who we are. You know, love it or hate it. The, let me, let me backtrack. So, go back to your question. I lost my train of thought with the bounce thing. Because <laughs> I, I was about to go in. Oh, <laughs> Um, what, what, what was it? Uh, oh, we were talking about um, we were talking about the radio. Yeah. yeah. So New, New Orleans not having a radio. Yeah. Scene, so yeah. Bounce has their thing. Yeah. Our local rap scene, mind you, we got people who blew up from here, the juveniles. You know, we could cash money no limit era. Since those eras have gone, mm -hmm. we don't have no kind of rap plan, local rap plan on the radio. If we do. It's 10 p.m. on up. Okay. When they just need, when, they, who they, the fuck yeah, is listening they just to the radio at the time? time slot. Yeah. Who is listening? Nobody. And it's probably even more difficult now that you know you got the big conglomerates like Clear Channel and whatnot and, and iHeart. They've come in and taken over all, bought up all these radio stations. Yeah. So it's harder for you to convince program directors like, look, let's have a local mix show of actual rappers, not just bounce artists. Yeah. You know. During like a prime time hour, at least like an eight o'clock slot yeah. or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, a good forty-five minute section. We'll put the commercials in there, whatever, however you want to do it. I've been. That, that's what made me get on the radio. Mm -hmm. That's what made me. That's what made me join WBOK. Mm -hmm. Now I ain't want to cut you earlier, but no, I'm, no, no. I'm no longer on WBOK. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That show is is out of here. They got you know, somebody bought the building or whatever, so new management, or whatever. But okay. I'm not there no more. But anyway, that's what made me get on the radio. Okay. Because I'm like. You still got these old heads from the early 90s that's still up there mm -hmm. playing DJ or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> but it's like, oh, your, time, your time is caught past that torch. Yeah. Because at this point, you don't care about what's happening in the local scene no more. Mm -hmm. Because you figure there's no, no limited cash money interviews. Yeah. I'm not wondering. None of y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all ain't paying my bills. So, but they got people... It, we have a voice. I have a voice. That's why I got on the radio. Mm -hmm. That's why I said, man, let, let me start helping my people because these, these FM stations wasn't doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wasn't giving these dudes a, a helping hand. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these dudes weren't even coming with clean music. Do I blame them? No. They're like, well, yeah, I'm going to pay the engineer extra money to do clean music and I'm not even going to play. But, you know, I, tell, I used to talk to artists as well and I tell them, like, look, it's the business side of shit too. Mm -hmm. You know, you never, you know, because they, they do have some support DJs down here that might get a Macy's gig or some shit like that that might go play your shit, you know, a clean record or something like that. But to say all that, man, we got we to gotta wash out some of the old heads that's up there. Okay. I'm pretty sure at DC, you probably got some of the people that was DJs at the time probably moved up 
probably retired and moved on to other shit. Yeah. We got the same motherfuckers that ran it before Cash Money signed a universal deal. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they've been there a good minute. They they grandfathered in, literally. You're right. So it's you like, you know, and, it, and it, it's, we don't have no radio scene down here. That's a problem. That's a fucking problem. So what, what's the way, to, so the way to reverse engineer that, go, you know, work from the outside in. So, you know, radio ain't got your back right now. So what's happening? What, what, are, what are you doing? You know, with your work and putting these, putting the, the the artists that you work with and that you know, putting them in position, you know, to not only be celebrated in their own city, but to be you know break break through the ceiling, mm-hmm. you know, at large in the industry. Yeah, I mean, you you create playlists. You know, you use the technology that you have in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what made me and Thetto get into podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like 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 we, back then, even those artists like Cash Money, without those guys being interviewed wherever they went at. We give we give people a chance to tell their story. Yeah, they want to you know like it's and coming up, I was like, man, I'm listening to a certain artist. I'm gonna say LG. He's a he's a dude out of the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Rap his ass off. Dude, I've been following the dude for I don't know how long, and it's like this dude needs he needs to be because you hearing these raps, but man, you want to know? I've listened to interviews long enough to know if I have a conversation with someone, if I already fuck with your music. And I like you as a person. I'm gonna focus you ten times even more. Okay. So I understood that concept. So it's like, I'm gonna bring these artists up. I'm gonna give them a voice. Mm-hmm. When they let their fans and other people hear the shit, they're gonna be like, man, I'm rocking with this dude even more. Yeah. Playlist. Dope is dope. Mm-hmm. I, I have no discrimination. A joint is a joint. That's just what it is. I'm not doing discriminate at all. So the playlist. I reach out to a certain amount of mass of um or that and putting out music. That's man, I feel like there's a lane for everything. Everything I've done is because of there's a lane for it down here. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to even use him as an example, but it's like I had to DJ Khaled down here. Mm-hmm. Like I had to be, you know, somewhat of him to put people together. Because even down here with New Orleans being so small, we don't you to say we're small we we rather work with outsiders than work with each other. And that's interesting because, I mean, it seems like people, people, everybody knows everybody here. Yeah. You know, so as the saying goes, and I've, I've witnessed it, you know, I've witnessed people like, I'll be out, I got a super Sunday with, you know, friends of mine that's from here and we can barely get down the street because they know everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just interesting in a, in a case where like in a, in, a, in a smaller city where people are more connected why not utilize those resources? Yeah. You know, it's, it, to me, that's easier. It's easier. You know? People just... We've always... We've been in the city outside of music. We just a city. We just got to get it. Mm-hmm. We're going to find a way to get it. We're going to hustle. We're going to do whatever. We're going to do... Whatever we, whatever we have to do to get it, we're going to get it. Yeah. By any means necessary. Mm-hmm. That's how we come And sometimes, when you have your own agenda... You don't tend to think about other people because you're focused on yourself. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like you got this one track mind, but you got a person like me that just wants your love. Mm. Like that's all. Like like a lot of people are like, man, how you love? That's all. Who doesn't want to be loved? Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like who don't want to be like, man, I fuck with your music. Who who doesn't want to hear that? That's motivation. Somebody said, man, I checked out your playlist. That's I put I put time. And to getting that shit together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's structures to this shit. So, like, you want to make sure, that, like, when somebody compliments you, you want, you like, 
fucking right. Make them go hard on volume four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever. So it's like, that's where I come in at. You know what I'm saying? People tell me all the time, like, if anything could get done, you're the one to get it done. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? And I, I take that, you know, I'm, I'm humble. I'm humble by it. You know, I just feel like my job is just not done. So let's talk about, let's talk about some of the, the artists. All right, so New Orleans right now. Mm-hmm. Just right off the top of your, I know you can give us a laundry list, but yeah. <laughs> right off the top of your head, who who are some artists that people should definitely be checking for? Like, I'll say one person that people often bring up whenever I ask that question is Perk 504, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people know him. I like his music a lot, you know? Um, I haven't met him, um, but I've we've corresponded online and whatnot. Crazy, crazy story about that. Him and um, he works with Busy. Okay. Me and Busy brothers, like me and him grew up in the same world together. Mm-hmm. So like, well, that's like family, like yeah. that's that's family. So it was crazy you even say that because there's a connection there already. Perk is definitely up and coming R&B. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's creative. Mm-hmm. He's take you know he he's definitely making his name because that's another lane that's not what R&B artists would really have down there. And it's actually you know it's saying? actually a good time just in, in, in the industry overall for R and B because you yeah. see a lot of artists like just taking that lane, especially like not even so much like the the, the ballad singing type of R and B and just singing down, but just like you know almost kind of like wavy that mm-hmm. vibey type of rhythm that you're hearing now. Um, it's wide open for that. Yeah, males especially, mm-hmm. males especially females. We have enough. Of, we have a lot of them, mm-hmm. and it all do. I'm not like every female artist that I've heard thus far mm-hmm. is dope. Yeah. Dope, 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 dope. Um so on the on a rap side of shit, um they have a bunch. So I'm just I I see this, this is where it gets <laughs> I know I know I know it's hard. You're like, yeah. I don't wanna leave nobody yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, like, Mac, what's up, brother? <laughs> I thought you, you know. So um Gene Stanza. Okay. Who I watched this video uh, for uh, Soldier Slim. Yeah, I watched that. Slim. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this this, this kind of hard, yeah. man. Because I know a lot of people I've talked to. They they I guess they they are younger than what I thought they were, and so I bring up Soldier Slim, and they like who? I'm just like, what you mean you know Soldier yeah. Slim? What? I mean, they, he they took him from us, you know. He was taken from us, you know. A little too soon, At but the peak of he he was about to blow. Him, yeah, man. yeah. Like that song, I pay for it. Rodeo mm-hmm. with Juke, man, yeah. he was about to fucking go. I, I remember all that. He yeah. was about to go, dog. Yeah. He was about to go. He was about to be the pocket of New Orleans. He was about to go. Yeah. He was about to fucking go. But you got Gene Stanza, um, which is the one of the most hungriest dudes I ever met. Mm-hmm. Like, I, he, like you put a mic in front of him, he like, I'm going to tell that bitch apart. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Saif, Jamil Naeem X. Okay. He... That dude is special. Mm-hmm. Like him and his brother, um, King Akeem, uh, they're not a group, they're individual artists, but they same, run a label together, OTB. Okay. They, t- Cypher is, 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 he's, he's my, if I had to put, he's like my Kanye. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not with the crazy shit. Like <laughs> I'm talking about like beats and, Kanye can't fuck with him with raps, but, be like just the creative process yeah. is what I'm saying more. Just not saying? just not being afraid to just take nah, your chances nah. and just and it just all works. Nah, and it works for him. Mm-hmm. Every album that he's done, he's produced himself. Okay. 
you know, very few free features. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don Flamingo, mm-hmm. which was, you know, I don't know his situation to this point, but I know he had a situation with Rock Nation at one point. Okay. He, you know, lyrically, he's the one I would put up against any artist you really want. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's the one. Um, you got... Got a Pascal. Pascal is a fucking. He's like a young vet mm-hmm. in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been here long enough. What is for? You know, it's that breakthrough. Like he's at the top of the hill. You know what I'm saying? He's like one song from breaking. Okay. Like he's that dope. You know what I'm saying? You have um um um. There's the different genres of our underground world too, cause. Mm-hmm. I think New Orleans, these, some of these dudes have come up with their own stuff called hype shit. Hype shit. Okay. You know, instead Let's of trap shit, it. it's more hype shit. It's okay. more energetic music. They're talking about, they're still talking about the shit that they're doing, but it's more like, it's fast, it's faster. Like, you know okay. what I'm saying? And it's, you know, these beats are just like, it makes you move. Okay. Who, you know, who, who are some of those? Are? Zoe with the Flow. Zoe with the Flow? Zoe with the Flow. Zoe with the Flow. Okay. Zoe with the Flow. Um... He's definitely one of them that's, that's leading that wave. Um, he just did a song called Hot Shit 4, I think. It was, it was this new guy named Spitter, my first time hearing him. Okay. Spitter 7. That's, that's one of my favorite songs right now, like coming from that shit that I'm not really always listening to. <laughs> that's, just, that's one of the joints right there. Okay. Um, you have, bro, there's a bunch. Like, I'm going to just name just, you know, not to get too deep into like Jack Jill Max. And okay. Definitely tearing some shit up. Um, okay. He has a he has a situation with Rock Nation, so shout out to him. Okay. Made groceries. They're they're coming. You know what I'm saying? Like they I know a bunch of them that's slowly but surely. You know what I'm saying? That 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 are there. Mm-hmm. Over time they're gonna blow. You know what I'm saying? They got a producer mm-hmm. named Crucial. Crucial's not really like your rapper rapper, but he knows how to make music. Sleazy, fucking dope. <laughs> um, I could email you, dog. I got a list. From, I got a list from from Franklin all the way to the bridge, dog. Like <laughs> of, of MCs and sick hop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm just naming just random people, but I mean, they they out there. Okay. They okay. out there, like you know, and that's why I come up with these playlists. Okay. Because I want you to get a good variety of like a bunch of artists. Like right now, Pell. You know, I told somebody, no disrespect to Pell, but. Ever since Pell moved from Mississippi and came home, his music has been so much better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not, a different world. It's you know, a different it's world. A completely different world. It's where world. you're from. This is where you had to come back. You know what I'm saying? To, to you know, um, to, to, to just get that energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's making the best music he's ever made thus far. You know what I'm saying? Um, dude, they got a bunch, man. I'm sorry to anybody <laughs> listening. I apologize if I ain't named Ain't no love lost. Yeah, ain't no love lost whatsoever. Y'all know that. Uh, Bison Adam, Daniel Heartless, <laughs> AKDHDH is, is another one. Gus. How can I forget Gus? Gus is... Who's bullshit, man? You said, okay, you 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 put yourself in position in a way like, you know, like a, a, a DJ Khaled. So why not say, like, do tapes? Like, actual, like, release tapes. Oh, it's coming. You know what I mean? For people to, it's like... I'm gonna give you the exclusive. So right now I'm working on something called Mac Music Mondays. Okay. So every Monday I plan on dropping a joint, which is getting some kids. It might be a group, like three or four artists. Mm-hmm. It might be two. It might be one. 
But I'm, I'm every week I'm, I'm gonna hit you to the point where that's gonna motivate me more. I'm already in album mode. Okay. But I wanted to get some shit off my chest first. Okay. So I mean, and all the reason I, I'm not really fucking with the Khaled example, cause he hated on Tyler Creator. Yeah, and I, I actually I, 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 I wanted to talk about that a little later too. Yeah. Um, not so much that, but just what led to him falling into this situation where he's mad at, you know, the label and all of that, you know. You, you can't be you saying know. we the best if, you know, we, and, you know, you talk about we as the hip-hop culture, and then you, when you come to people hating, you say they. Mm-hmm. Nah, dog, now you got to look in the mirror. You got to answer that shit now. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't cool. You hating on a young boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't, yeah. you can't and, do that. You and can't and, not, and in two completely different lanes. Two worlds, two different worlds, right. period. You don't even know, unless you are a real, like, our future fan, you don't even know what's going on nah, over there because they don't even matter put their shit out. Matter of fact, what you fucking up at is you should have been going to fuck with these young boys. Mm-hmm. That would have made your shit, your stock go up even more. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's I. Before Cali even went through that situation, mm-hmm. I knew that already. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch. I, man, I got man. They, I got a New Orleans version of Wu Tang down there that nobody don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna hear him on Mac Music Mondays? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mac I, Music like, Mondays. All right. Like you gonna hit him? You know what I'm saying? Like they got a bunch. Like my thing is, since nobody in the city is giving other, I'm not gonna say nobody. Since the major people who have the keys to the door to open it for artists, since they're not doing it. I'm using all my platforms to make sure that I get these artists heard. Whether it's a playlist, whether it's I'm working with an artist one on one, like like I have to. Yeah, I have to. Like that's, I feel like I was just sent to do that shit. So, so you're operating more so in like a, a, a and in our education, like consulting, like that type of role. Everything. Okay. Are you still Everything. managing artists at all? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Who are you working with? Gene Stanley. Okay. Okay. Gene Stanz is who I'm working with right now. Okay. And we, you know, we work side by side, but you know, that's, you know, we, I'm, I'm with him. Okay. Just know you see Gene Stanz and you know that's, that's the homie. He's doing this thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a group effort. Okay. Now, I'm, yeah. def- I'm going to definitely have to add him to the list now that I watched the video for 94 Slim. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, because yeah. it's flowing. All yeah. right. And, and that's, again, you know, it's always refreshing for me to hear, like, bars. And, oh, and, and lyrics, you know, um, and I mean, I, I get, I get with some of the trap shit. Like I told you, I listen to Gucci, you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, shit, I was even listening to uh, who was I listening to recently? Moneybag Yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ain't never listened to no Moneybag Yo, but you know, I like so, this. I like this album. You yeah, know what I mean? Somebody gotta put like, sir. I'm not. A, I'm not with me with a lot of these artists that come out. Mm. It's not that I don't want to listen to them. I'm just so focused on what's going on in New Orleans. Mm. That I don't want to get distracted by listening to other people. Well, I'm talking about in terms of just like content and and, and style. Well, if you somebody I mean? puts me on it, like I got on money back, yo, because at the barbershop, somebody like Matt, you got to hear this money back, yo. So I check out his song. I might not like the whole thing, but mm-hmm. like young, like the younger generation of rappers, trappers, whatever you want to call them, like who I really like, I like Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Who who made the uh the double XL list? Yeah, I like Roddy Rich. I like um little um little baby. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, little baby, okay. not the baby, little baby, the one inside the QC. Okay, cause the baby made the list, right? Oh. I think he made the list. Let me pull this list up. Yeah, too. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Let me pull this list up real quick. 
Yeah, I don't really care for dub baby too much. Be right back with y'all. <laughs> right, we're looking at list right now. Alright, so on this 2019 list, we got... The only ones I'm rocking with, brother, I'm going to be honest with you, is Gunna, Roddy Rich, and Meg Thee Stallion just because she's just out here just living her life. Man... But she, but she, but she enough, she enough spitter too. Like if yeah. you, if you, like if, especially if you like listen to her freestyles. Freestyles. Like she, and that's how I got put on to her. I came across one of her freestyles before she even came out with um the Tina Snow album. Yeah. And um I saw it on Twitter, and I was just like, who, who the fuck is this? I heard the f first time I heard the freestyles on the Elliot Leakers. Okay. And that's why I was like, whoa. And then I heard a rap on on freestyle for somebody. I don't know if it's Funk Flex or somebody, somebody like that, but. So yeah, it's, it's it's the baby. That's that's yeah, on the I ain't really stamping that. <laughs> but you know, for me it's just like I can I don't even mind hearing you rapping over trap beats. It's like what are you talking about? I don't care if you major artist, independent, mm -hmm. whatever. What are you talking about? So um you can talk about the streets, you know what I mean? That's that's all good, but you know what I know of the streets and the guys that I know and just the the, 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 the people that I came up by behind, you know, there's certain stuff that I hear Nowadays, I can't stand. It's just like, you you talking some goofy shit, yeah. man. You know what I mean? And then some other people, it's like, okay, you, you, you sound like, you know, you 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 were or are still about that life, like, but for real. Yeah. Man, you, you're not, you, you got, you got a good code of ethics about you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my, that's always my determination of whether or not I'm going to listen to certain trap artists, you know? Um, but... Again, it's the lyrics that drive me the most. It's just like, you know, can you... Even aside from content, like, how are you putting the words together? Yeah. So, you know, I think about, say, somebody like a Big Crit. You know, I I, I really Fine. enjoy... I enjoy listening to his music um, whenever he comes out with something. Um, who else? Um, and he, I'm just naming names that, mm -hmm. you know, people are, are, are most familiar with. But, again, thinking back to your, to your playlist, how you love that, you know, I was just like, Damn! I heard like I I don't think I heard like one like super trapped out record on yeah. on them jumps and like they're really like giving me that 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 good like that, shit. that that and also like really like talking that shit yeah. you know and I was like okay there's something to this and so let's say okay somebody comes to town right they want to know okay where can we go hear 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 people spit. You know what I mean? Because I know there's open mics happening throughout the city, what have you. You know what I mean? Like, say for instance, like, um, I would think, like, the jam session on Wednesdays that they do at the jazz, at the, uh, the jazz, jazz market. market huh? You know, I would think that would be one place because people are already coming in. They're like, okay, if you're going to get on the stage, you got to already be here right. with your talent. You know, but aside from there, like, where else could people go to hear um, a lot of artists that you name, a lot of artists that you feature on the playlist? sad thing is, bro, we don't have a spot. Really? Don't. We don't have no open mic sessions on there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we used to. They used to. Um, I think, you know, after a while, it's the lack of support. Mm -hmm. People would get drowned out. You know what I'm saying? People just like, uh, you know. And then, 
it's, it's just get washed up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because then you know, then nowadays everybody raps. Yeah. And that's you know that thing right there can fuck up a lot of shit too. You know what I'm saying? Cause you you don't want to be an asshole. Don't want to give nobody a shot. It's like I mean, you just started rapping two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they, you know they like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I hate when people start conversation with. I'm the hottest things since Lil Wayne and. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm on fire like, or whatever. Like, it's, it's good to be confident, yeah, but, you know, but you know, you know, has that been, has that theory been tested yet? You know what I mean? It's just it's like, I don't think your theory's been tested, brother. <laughs> Man, they, they, if only your people's the only ones listening, you know that, what I mean? That's, and that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I see a lot of memes and shit go out there talking about like, man, Tell your man's fall back. Right? Mm-hmm. You're not being a real friend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, tell him to fall back. Yeah, hey, are you getting that real constructive criticism? Right. No, I don't think you are, you know? Yeah. So, something that, um, as as somebody, you know, working more so, like, on the business end of music, what are some challenges that you've experienced, say, working with artists or just pushing any of your work through on the industry side? Because I know a lot of people, these are things they want to know, and these are things that people don't talk about. To, um... Scheduling, like for me, like when I was doing the Supreme Beings project, mm-hmm. scheduling and shit. Like, yeah, I think I got nine fucking artists mm-hmm. that I had to like, yo, can we all meet together at this one time? You know what I'm saying? People work, people doing whatever they're doing. Like that's always, and you gotta have a patience. One one thing in this game, you can't take shit personal. Right. You gotta just you know communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Just because they don't communicate with you, that don't mean you don't communicate with them. You know what I'm saying? You don't be the unprofessional one. You make sure you communicate with people. Um, can't take anything personal at all. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what people go through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had nine people I was trying to call, trying to schedule this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was getting, I, I was, you know, it was frustrating, you know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to make some shit happen. But it wasn't, I was frustrated with them. It was more of you frustrated, like, fuck, I want this shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? Though, you know, you got these ideas keep growing in your head and shit like that. Mm. And then at the end of the day, you know, they're not committed to just work on whatever I'm working on. Like they have their own shit that they're working on, too. So you got to respect that as well. You know what I'm saying? So okay. that's, you know, just respecting people's time and, you know, knowing some people are texters. Some people are emailers. Yeah. Some people, you know, pick up the phone and call. You, it's kind of like you had to relearn all these, you know, you gotta learn artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, when is their best time? Mm-hmm. After work one, you know, some don't even bother to ask them if they could come to a studio before five o'clock because you know they work. Mm-hmm. You're just wasting your, you know, wasting your text or whatever. Kids be. So just knowing the artists that you work. I mean, scheduling is difficult when you're working with other people. I yes. mean, <laughs> I always tell people that's been the most difficult thing for me as a podcast is schedule because I have guests. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you gotta, you know, be able to maneuver around other people's time yeah. and just, you know, be able to get into the space where you're gonna record, well, all of that. But with that being said, you one the one thing I the one lesson I learned is that you can't stop doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to accommodate everyone. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just can't. So but that shouldn't stop the train. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you should still keep moving. And just, you know, find other ways to make shit happen. Not saying exclude them, but just you got to put that, whatever that one thing you was working on, that one song or whatever, push that to the side until you get back to when, whenever they're ready and jump on to something else. You know what I'm saying? You ever work with any artists or, or you ever 
come across any artists who, you know, they put out a couple songs or whatever, and they, they, the potential is there. But you could see that they're not taking it as seriously as, as what yeah. you see. And you, you know, you try to get in their ear, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, 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 but they're not putting in the work, you know what I mean? Um, you ever had those experiences? And just yeah. how, how did you deal with it? Like, did, did you just eventually just let them? No, you, you know, you just got to let them, when they're ready, they're ready. You can't force, you know, you can't really force it. You, when they're ready, they're ready. Mm -hmm. I don't go for how bad you want. Cause like, you know you on to something when you, you know, you like, yo, bro, like, this what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could really, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One, as a, creator, as a creator, dealing with artists, it, when you're a creator, they fucked up a little bit. Yeah. But in a good way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they fucked up in the sense of they have the their mind just works different from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's why I see you gotta respect their time. Right. Because when they're ready to work, they're gonna let you know they're ready to work. So when we gonna get if unless it's already happened, and mind mm -hmm. you, I don't keep up with, you know, that that festival as much as somebody who goes, but like when we gonna see like a New Orleans stage at or New Orleans uh uh uh, uh festival type of uh, show at like say South by Southwest you know yeah. some more showcase that, and all of that well that's I I can't speak on like all the other creators that's out there trying to make shit happen mm. but I know for me myself like me and Theto for TakeOver we are working on all those things as we speak right now because okay. you know um, it's a blessing I'm I take my position real serious. Mm -hmm. If people tell me like Mac, like you the one that could get shit done, I take that shit seriously. Because it is not everybody could call an artist and they pick up or they respond to your text mm -hmm. right then and there. Or you ask them for something, like, yo, I'm working on this, come through. Yeah. Not everybody has that. You know what I'm saying? It's a respect thing. You know, they respect me, but I respect them even more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I um so that, that that's why I said, man, that I told that or that, man, we gotta we have all these ideas and you wanna fast forward it, but just like everything else, you gotta find a backing for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, that's what everything. Financial side of shit, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. know, these little pennies going to go so far. You know. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. But um but everything's definitely in the works though. So record pool events, everything. Already. Okay. Everything. Okay. I, I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing the essence of when I grew up well, the days when I fell in love with hip hop, that 96, 97 year, that's the time I'm trying to bring it back. Not so much of like the type of music, street teams, mm -hmm. you know, merch. Just that whole guerrilla marketing yeah, aspect man, of it. Just like, you know, shaking, you know. Selling the records out the tape, out yeah, the back man, of the trunk, all of that. Yeah, kissing babies, man. Like, you know, nowadays you get behind this fucking Apple thing and. and Go to fucking Distro Kid and whoop. I didn't even know about Distro Kid. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's like a service of uploading your music. Like oh, okay. Core or oh, okay, like TuneCore. Yeah, okay. it's like TuneCore. Okay. So, like, um, you know, you, you could go to the studio, you could record, get on Instagram, yo, I'm coming out with an album, yada, yada. Hit a button, you know, the world could do it. So, yeah, I mean, definitely the business has changed a great deal, a great deal. So, even like, say again, like earlier you mentioned the whole Khaled hating on Tyler thing and you know and then the whole conversation about bundling came up in this whole debacle and a lot of people who don't know about the industry and know how the, how that is a part of the business now um, more than ever 
then he realized like that was also something that happened on the label side that he obviously signed off on um with bundling hit that 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 album with like an energy drink which i don't even know perhaps if that's even good branding on his side mm-hmm. um which i would expect better from from Khaled, but hey that's each that, to each its own you know bundling In my opinion, the most successful, and this is not like dick riding or nothing, because I'm not a Jay-Z dick rider. I'm a Jay-Z fan, but I'm definitely not a dick rider. Um, the most successful bundling I've seen, just I can think off, off the top of my head, was when he did that first that first go-round bundling with um, Samsung for uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail. You know, um, I mean, that was like brilliant right there. And then he did the same thing again with, uh, with Tidal, and tickets to his uh, his his his, uh, his concert for um, 444, you know, brilliant. So you're still keeping it in house, um, and you're still making money from all angles. One of the ones I didn't agree with, with him was when he did the Budweiser thing. Oh yeah, for um, for Made in America. Made a, like, not pretty sure Budweiser paid for everything. Mm-hmm. That's how he rolled. Like, if you're going to partner with me, I, I know I owe more value to you than you hold to me. So, mm-hmm. if you want this to work, you got to pay for everything, which I, you know, the money probably talk. But I'm kind of like a more mm-hmm. Nas when it comes to doing branding and shit like that because I'm, I'm not going to brand with someone just because they're offering their services and their money. Yeah. Especially, like, I'm not going to brand with Marlboro cigarettes if I don't smoke cigarettes. Exactly. I'm not going to, I don't drink beer. Like, I really don't drink beer, so you probably never get me to, you know, it's going to be hard for me. Nah, if they want to sponsor, like, a day party or some shit like Heineken or some shit like that, it's something different, but, like, the whole, you know, I, you know. Something that's directly connected yeah, it to Yeah, because you, you want it to be real. Right, you, you know want it to be real. You want it to be. You want to make sure that if you're going to tell somebody to drink something, because, like, I really fuck with this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and. Well, I'm sure with the Budweiser thing, he that was I mean, because Budweiser that's known pretty much everything, yeah, and they've got it's more than just a hip hop show, right? You know, so it, it translates in that way, right? And, I, and look, you know, he had his reasons. I'm, you know, that was just my personal opinion. <laughs> I want to buy this instead of shots. Nah, 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 definitely like that. not, definitely not. I, if I'm gonna do something, I want to do something where I could, I could relate to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these clothing lines down here, mm-hmm. Lordy Club. What you mean? Um, yeah, a bunch of beignet boys, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, it's like sushi. You know what I'm saying? Can't buy respect. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I would, I would definitely because I rock with them. Right, and they're right here. And in my time. And I don't even know if that's something that artists from wherever are even thinking about doing. Like, you know that there's a popping brand wherever you live, and you are an artist. You probably wear this. You probably support them however you support them. Why not partner with them on whatever whatever music you're working on? Because they don't come from that era where they had to fucking get up out their ass and grind. <laughs> That's just point blank, period. I come from that era. Yeah. So you, man, you talking about is we come from that same I mean, because it, it would make sense to it me. Would, it's common sense, but if you... If you knew better, you'll do better. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, they, they don't do some come cross from that. marketing, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. They come from the, they come from the download era. Nah, like man. you said, the LineWire, the mega uploads, the Z shares and right. shit like Everybody that. Everybody want to be a YouTube sensation. Yeah, man. It, you it know, just ain't what it is. It ain't, but I it, mean, that's just not the way. 
I'm not saying you don't use those avenues, but I I feel like we can't go away from where we come from. Right. That's just my biggest thing. Like you know, yeah, I know we I know we don't have CD players. I know people plug in their phone the USB joint. I understand that. So give them some more classic. They make them one buy. Give them a classic vinyl. Yeah. Give them a, a collector's item. Get a collector's item yeah. joint. You know what I'm saying? You know, and really, this is shit that I'm working on. So whoever listens, I really hope they take heed to it, and I want them to do it. Look, I I don't have a tape player. I don't even know where I can find a tape player. Who and I and I and, and I didn't even know that this would be a collector's item, but I still got the purple tape. I still got it. Still. Classic. <laughs> Classic. For those that don't know, that's the purple tape is Raekwon's only built for Cuban links. His yes. first, his first, his debut album. Um, I still got and with the purple tape. If you have a purple tape, do not let go of that shit. I wish I was. A, I wish I had the mind state of collecting. Cause man, like think. Okay, we you you, you mentioned Cuban links, mm-hmm. Raekwon, but fucking big boy records with Partners of Crime, Mystical, and all them mm-hmm. Cashmere, the cassettes used to be colored like yeah. Like blue, mm-hmm. red, like they used to be colored. Yeah, there was a lot of artists that did Man, the color tape I back wish, in the day. Like, I wish I like I was a collector. Like I knew this would be worth something yeah. down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like even Jordans. Mm-hmm. Man, I was a spoiled ass <laughs> fucking kid coming up. All the damn Jordans. And you would have never known I that they would be reissued like they are today. Man. You thought bro, they'd be one and done. I would have stashed them. Yeah. Yeah, man. I would have stashed them. <laughs> <laughs> stash them, you know, maybe like resold a couple of them, you know, yeah, just man. you know, make a couple of dollars, you yeah. know. But yeah, man, it's just like well hindsight is always twenty twenty. But I think again, like with bundling, definitely we could think of it in a, on a micro level where artists can definitely work with brands that are that are near them, that they support, um, to do that cross marketing. Um we mentioned earlier, um the uh the uh the ninety four slim video, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about music video directors. So I haven't watched a music video in I don't know how long. I don't watch them that regularly like I used to when I was younger. Uh, and looking at some of the artists who I, whose music I was unfamiliar with, even on the uh, the XXL list this year. It's like, well, let me go on YouTube, look at these videos. So watching the videos, I'm just like, all right, some of them, they're kind of basic. Others, like, okay, they really got some, these whoever wrote these treatments, whether it was the artist or some creative director, like, they really put a lot of thought. And I'm almost wondering, you know, are they getting bigger budgets now, maybe not as big as what we saw in the 90s, mm-hmm. but are they getting, is more money being allotted to music videos and like, are video directors becoming a thing again? You know, in the way that we had like the little X's and the F. Gary Gray's and the Hype Williams yeah. and all of them back in the day. They, they, there's a lane for that. I think we, I think, I, I don't know what's going on in other places, but in New Orleans, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lane for directors. Okay. Like right now, you have um, Delaney, Lane's Lens. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's really not behind the camera. She's directing. Okay. You got Ko Young. Mm-hmm. Or, he's, to me, he's like the GOAT. He's like, when people mention Basquiat, that's how I look at Okay. Young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Young has captured every form of art. Mm-hmm. Like, I have much respect for him. I don't know if you went to Buckles. Buckles is another. I went to his, uh, I went to his show down yeah. at um, Action Gallery last yeah. weekend. That's Cole Young's gallery. Okay. That's Cole Young Art Gallery. So there you go. Like you know what I'm saying? Like those two people. The fact that, mind you, don't quote me on this. Well, Cole Young is like the only black gallery on Ferret Street. 
Mm. Matter of fact, that's a fact. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cole Young, that's his only black owned guy. I didn't know that. Street, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's definitely. I'm going to definitely have to get him on the show. He's one that's captured all forms of art music, art, clothing line, like every, every tattooing. Mm hmm. I'll let him. I'll let him talk about himself. <laughs> oh, did your work? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, he's definitely um, but you know just the fact that Buckles did his great show in Co Young's Argyle. Yeah. That says a lot right there. Mm -hmm. Even Studio B would be Mike. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been we, to numerous times. Like, we have, we have some. B Mike was shooting videos at one point. Really? Yes. Okay. If you go to his YouTube page, he shot directed videos. Okay. Like he's always had that eye. Mm -hmm. So cool. So directors, Ko Young mm -hmm. is, he's just a goat. I just call him a goat. Delaney, mm -hmm. um, B Mike. If he ever get gets back, he could pretty much probably do it because he used to do it. Mm -hmm. But those are like you know they had a bunch of a lot of people out here with cameras. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they don't have the director's eye, but they. You know, certain visions. You know what I'm saying. And to their defense, they probably don't have the budget to create what they what they envision. What, yeah, what they envision. Okay. To their defense, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I, I give them that much because I've talked to quite a few that have a vision. Man, we need to do this, that, and the third. When you talking to us? You're like, my G. I'll be paid <laughs> next Friday. <laughs> That's going to hit me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, when you want a video with like 10 women, let's just say they charge 150 a piece. And so then you think about how long it takes to shoot a music video, yeah, especially one that's really elaborate. Makeup artists. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, like, yeah. you know, so it gets cost, you know, it gets costed. But like I said, man, it's, one of my th one of my things is, is that how can just like I'm uniting artists, how can we unite all forms of art together to really make this thing work? Is the is is the music industry got does it have its eye on New Orleans? Like like really got its eye no, on like no. we done we hit we gotta make our own way. Okay. Partners in Crime told me that, Mr. Mean, Mr. I had him on we had him on our show. Mr. Mean said. It's like we have a black cloud over New Orleans. Because what Baby and Master P done did to the game, mm. he advised me to change my number from a 504 number. He said, record execs are not picking up 504 numbers wow. out there in that world. I promise you, what he told me. He said, man, I said, what's your number? It starts with a nine. Every code starts with a nine. That's mm -hmm. real. Like he, like, it's a lot of, Blackballing, you know what I'm saying? I don't even say blackball. I just feel like they, Master P and Baby, they didn't got millions out these companies that probably don't want to do business with nobody else anymore. I'm not saying that they're the reason, but I mean, I'm going by what OG told me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's in those conversations. He's in those meetings. He's going to New York and LA talking to these execs and shit like that. You know That's what I'm crazy. The closest all cause, thing. All because of two guys that you know break the game and but aren't even relevant. In the industry anymore, you know what I mean. I would say, they, baby, I I would consider baby still relevant, just because you know he's still dropping Jacquees records. Okay, Drake. Fair enough. You know what I'm fair, saying. Fair Master enough. P. 
Master P. And not to take anything away from what they did. Yeah, no, no, no. But, you know, in terms of just like, okay, oh, I want to go. Like, Baby did a verse with NBA Youngboy. That's not. I'm not a staff in it. I'm just saying, I'm just letting you know, like, he's still putting his prints. And he put out the album with Juvenile. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still, you know, P, he was like, look, I fuck with that music shit. I still fuck with it. But I always got my money on that, mm-hmm. on, a, on a film side of shit. Mm-hmm. So, got the hookup too. I, I got the hookup too coming out, yeah. which I didn't know was coming out until I was watching on this interview with uh, Cash Doll that she did with Angie Martinez. Okay. And I was like, oh, she gonna be in, what? I got the hookup. Yeah. And then I seen a billboard. I was yeah. like, oh shit, it's really yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah. I like what he did with it. Honestly, he took all the little funny comedians and gave them a platform, shit yeah. like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's, um, yeah, man. So, you know, they, so those two guys, pretty much, you know, they did thing. See now, I got my, in my mind, I'm just like, what if y'all? Because that, that? Yeah. it's just like, nah, it's gonna get. Think about it. Who, who from New Orleans? Jay Electronica. Like, there's nobody else. Post Cash Money, No Limit, that blew ground up from New Orleans. August Alcina went to Houston. Currency, Wiz Khalifa, LA, mm-hmm. underground shit, Dame Dash. Yeah. Started getting, started bubbling. Yeah. After I get this deal, yeah. I'm going to come start jet life yeah. at home. Yeah, I forgot about that DD-132. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Jay Electronica, Detroit, Philly. Mm-hmm. Got the fuck early. Yeah. Like, who, for, like, there's no one since that, since them since just, them that ground broke from their city. So it's definitely still possible, but it's going to be more difficult because yeah, you just got to create your own wave. Okay, you gotta you, you gotta have that one thing that you could get the whole city behind. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's hard because you you got everybody chasing that one thing. Yeah, you got everybody trying to be that cash money. You got everybody trying to be that Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? Jigga hit a billy. What? Man, if Jigga hit a billion dollars, I can hit a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But that's the right mentality to have. Right. You know, I'm not going to have but I'm saying, now nah, everybody, everybody. So that's so that's where I still try to keep the unified shit. Mm-hmm. Because once somebody gets motivated by someone else, I ain't got time to fuck with y'all. I'm, not yeah. trying, to, I'm trying to get to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What? New Orleans is a place, the only way I see us winning it's if we do come together. And I think right now, because even like I looked at, say, the the, the the double XL list from the first one in 2007 to even the one in 2009, and those two lists were two very, like, crucial lists. Like, because 2007, that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, who was on it? Like, uh, I think uh, Plaz and um, Yo Gotti. Yeah. Um, those guys. And then 2009, that was the beginning of, like, the, 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 the backpack era. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, and... The look and sound of rap has changed so much since those two lists. Um, but I think I'm even starting to think rap might be like hitting like a a a, 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 a brick wall in terms of just like in terms of just like where else it can go. And so I think there's plenty room for somebody to come in, whether it's just one or a collective, for somebody to come in and create a whole new wave one of the best moments because there's people that there's people that want to hear something mm-hmm. 
um, there's people between the ages <laughs> of like 30 and 40 mm-hmm. who grew up listening to rap, who want to keep listening to rap, and I'm speaking for myself even, but can't get with, like, there's a few people on the 2019 list that I'm a fan of, you know what I mean? But a lot of a lot of people that's popping now, a lot of these, these, these rappers now, I'm just like, this ain't for me. I'm not even gonna say it's whack. It's just not for me. Right. You know? So But it's the people that it's the people that's handing out these checks. It's mm-hmm. the people because they're looking for a quick a quick flip. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for the longevity artist no more. They're looking for who's gonna give me that number one song. Right. Who's gonna stay on the charts. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that's what they're looking for. Like the whole artistry shit is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like from DJing to fucking radio. The whole art form of fucking hip hop. People not breaking artists shit, like they used to. Yeah, shit, gone shit out of here, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit out of here. That's why I'm creating my own fucking radio show. I'm creating my own podcast. I'm creating my own albums and record labels and shit like that. Like at that point, I'm building. I got my own empire going. So it's almost like in the way you see and say, say with sneakers or even style, like fashion. Everything's going back to the beginning so like you see all these reissues of sneakers mm-hmm. um, you see with style everybody's you know doing like 80s 90s stuff again you know what I mean um, so I think maybe now rap is probably going to go back to being regional mm-hmm. you know um, and people are just going to start creating they creating sounds again like um, that are specific to where they're from which I think is needed because this whole one size fits all model yeah, it's like, it's great for, for commercial purposes it's great for the labels to make money and mm-hmm. for it to go global but it takes away that uniqueness you know for say you know you look at what like fans overseas they still listening to rap that we're not even thinking about no more you know what I mean from like the, the 90s yeah. you know what I mean like they love that shit that's how them people still get Employed like that's exactly like, is, like all the nineties rap they'll go overseas kill it kill it you know what I mean and so I think now there are and there's there's, there's younger rappers who you know they're not out doing no goofy shit they are mm-hmm. actually out you know putting Rapper. together good music you know rapping talking shit talking that shit you know what I mean um, but I think again thinking about producers and thinking about even DJs who um, regardless of whatever type of platform, or whether they're on the radio, whether they're just doing parties, or whether they, whatever they're doing, you know, to just go regional and just, like, think about, okay, let's just do it for where we're from and just let it just bubble that way. And that's how it's supposed to go. Like, bro, like, we, I've heard so many people say, man, you ain't gonna make it out of New Orleans. I'm gonna have to go this way, that way, the third, fourth, but it's like, I agree to a certain I agree to a certain extent. You still got to put your groundwork down here. I don't, I, I don't care if five people show up to your show. You still got to put, you still got to have that landmark where you come from and shit. Like, I, that's, I'm just a strong believer of that shit. You abs- I'm going to tell you why you can make absolutely make it out of, out of New Orleans, even with this, say, this black cloud you talk about is over the city. Because everything you're saying that's happening, I watched it happen in D.C. Because D.C. was just known for go-go. A lot of a lot of labels did not want to, they didn't even believe you. Because even the city didn't believe, oh, you're a rapper from D.C., uh, D.C. area, with D.C., Maryland, Virginia, DMV, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, people weren't supporting it. Wale, Blue, it still was troublesome. You know what I mean? People were just like, okay, you got one. And, you know, he did his thing with, you know... Um, using like um, go-go bands and producers who were familiar with the go-go sound to, to infuse that in his music in certain ways but 
it was still a long road for many other rappers to come up behind him. But now you've got way more eyes and way more people doing stuff for, on the industry side in D.C. It's possible. You can, it definitely is going, it's going to take some time, but it's also going to take just the continuance of, I remember, because this is when I really got started doing creative media. You know, there was this whole pro proliferation of, like, open mics that's just featuring all, like, local talent. You know what I mean? Every week, and I mean, like, packed houses. Um, there's people doing showcases. You know, there's people doing producer showcases. People doing artist showcases. You know, we, um, there, um, this, like, clothing store, um, Downtown Locker Room, now DTLR, you know, started in Baltimore. They also had, like, a record label. They started doing record pools, you know, between Baltimore and D.C., you know what I mean? And this was all over, we're talking from 2000, say 2007, all the way up to maybe about another 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. So, it could happen, you know, even with the black cloud. Like I said, you know, everybody just looked at D.C. for go-go, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And D.C. wanted to be known for more than that because there's great talent there as far as rap talent. And from what I'm hearing, because of you, you know, there's great lyrical talent in New Orleans. You know what I mean? Right. And regardless of what these two predecessors have done, mm -hmm. you know, and how the industry feels about them, like, you know, no matter what, rap will always be, you know, a youth, a youthful sport, you know? So with that said, keep infusing it with that youthful energy and that creativity and that newness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it could definitely happen. So... You know, I hear the frustration, but like I said, I've seen, I've seen people come out. Yeah, of it, I'm passionate know? about this shit, though. Like that shit, like it really, it fucks with me. Mm -hmm. It really fucks with me, and that's what makes me go harder. You know what I'm saying? And if, if the, if I could, you know, artists are understanding it. You know what I'm saying? But of course, everybody wants to do it their way. But at the same time, if I walk out, if I knock on somebody's door and they're like, "Yo, I'm trying to X, Y, and Z," nah, I should get out of here. If 20 of us show up at the door, mm -hmm. you ain't about to turn all that down. Yeah. We're going to have trouble if you do. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that was, and I, Supreme Beings, I had like a Wu-Tang mindset. Like, let's, let's, let's get together. Let's do this album. Mm -hmm. Let's go 100% behind it. Once we do that, not because it was mine or I did anything like that. I was trying to highlight the artist. So me highlighting the artist, okay, boom. Let me use an example on Pascal. Pascal drops. Mm -hmm. We all put the energy behind Pascal. Safe drop, same. Everybody was a part of it. We put that energy behind it. Yeah. And what do you have next? Old Dirty Bastard, Raekwon, Reza, Chesa, mm -hmm. Method Man. You know what I'm saying? Though they were the Wu Tang mm -hmm. before they were individual artists. Yes. To the point where you respected so much of what Wu Tang did, even the garbage fucking Wu Tang members. Right. Gone with gold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, 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 because that of what it formed. Yeah. That you, that W going in the air. Mm -hmm. And I would just use that mentality to be like, this is the way we're gonna get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Put that into action, man. Like yeah. you, 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 you're laying the blueprint. You know, it's just you know, it's just a matter it's of when. Happen, it's a matter of it's when. A, I'm, I, it's, it's, I'm close there. Like every day, I wake up and more things that happen. You know what I'm saying? As days go on, I, f I feel re-energized. Like the project we just dropped with Gene, the Hard Body Project. Mm -hmm. Man, at first, I'd ready to say fuck this shit. I, Cause you know, you get these points where you just. Like, Fuck, I'm tired of, you know what I'm saying? Go through the same old fucking bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm tired of the same shit. 
And it's like, Gene, Gene stands a hard by the project, gave me like a brand new, like, fresh birthday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he made me feel, a, for one, he wanted my input mm. on that album. He believed in me. That's all I needed. I needed somebody to just fuck with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you fuck with me, let's go, dog. You out of here. Let's okay. Go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I had to get remotivated. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because it, it gets frustrating. All right. Well, before we do, uh, we switch over to Random Aside, mm -hmm. I want to uh, get your thoughts on um, right now, we being in the age of women with everything. Everything, everywhere, you know what I mean? Like, women definitely in, 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 in greater positions, getting great visibility out here and thinking about hip-hop. So, boom. Um, three women on the list. You got Megan Thee Stallion. You got Rico Nasty, who's from home. Shout out to her, Rico Nasty, and Tierra Whack. You know, you think about um, who else is women? You got you got the Cardi B's. You got um, you got the Cash Dolls. You got the City Girls. You got all these all these women in hip hop right now that's just like booming. And most certainly, um, you know, you can't you can't never forget Rhapsody. You know what I mean? Who, who, who just like can go toe to toe with the best of them. Best. You know what I mean? Male um, or female? Exactly. So thinking about, I would like to know just you know who are some women in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's like doing it. Rapping or? Rapping. Rapping. Sleaze. Okay. Sleazy Easy. She's definitely top on my list. Of course, you have 3D Nati. Mm -hmm. 3D Nati is just somebody who's just, any day she can just go get out of here. Yeah. Like she she understands, you know what I'm saying? So much respect to, that, to her, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, she, she understands, you know, she understands her value. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about her. She understands what she's worth. She she not you know she's not about to just lay down and do whatever you tell her to do. Nah, she respects herself one hundred thousand percent. That's why you get these freestyles. You get these you know you get that from her. Um, some lyricists, Breaky, Breaky, I want to say Breaky for president is an Instagram name. Breaky for president. Okay. She is. Bars. Okay. Like, I haven't worked with her, I haven't interviewed her, I haven't talked to her, like, but I did talk to her once. Bars. Mm -hmm. Like, she could rap, like, you know, some of her latest music you probably don't hear that, but if you go back to some of her old freestyles, she rapping, rapping. Okay. Um, you got Yells. Yells is someone who, um, at first came, to be honest, at first I overlooked at one point. Mm hmm. I was like, nah. But she kept coming. Yeah. She kept coming. And every time she came, you saw the growth. And I was like, I'm fucking with that. Yeah. I'm fucking with that. She's another one. Um, mm, 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 mm. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Again, no love lows. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no um, love lows. But I mean, they have a bunch of like, someone like R&B, like singers that I know for sure that can rap. Okay. Like Dimples. Okay. Dimples could rap. Like, like, I, I, like Dimples, but she's, I love her more as a singer, more than a rapper, but the her pen game is strong. Okay. Courtney Hart, pen game is strong. You know what I'm saying? Pen game definitely strong. So on, on that Lauryn Hill type of wave, you know what I mean? Just being able to just do both. Yeah. Yeah, Dimples, Dimples, yeah. Dimples, she bodies that. Luna. Luna bodies that. Luna locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Luna. Yeah, Luna. Good body. lady, good lady. Yeah, Luna bodies that. 
Carl, like I said, Cody Hart, Denisha. I think that Denisha has a good pin game as well. You okay. know what I'm saying? I heard um, her. She's um she's tapping into that R&B bounce market, which okay. you know at first I, I remember seeing her. We threw something at Peaches one time, and I told her, I said, man, I don't know about this bounce shit you're doing. Like, you 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 could really sing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, man, just you know, just I got you. Don't trip. You you think you think women understand branding a little better than 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 men? Should you? Because again, I'm thinking There's about a lot of things women understand more than us. <laughs> yeah, <though. laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. But I'm just thinking again, like say like a Megan Thee Stallion, like I'm like she's just got her branding like just perfect. Like just came in like everything she does, and it's just like it all makes sense. And so I think about even I think about everybody. Like I think I think about all the women on this on the freshman list. Mm-hmm. I'm just like their branding never straight and it's very strong. Mm-hmm. And everything they do always makes sense. Whereas with men, a lot of the male artists sometimes it's just like, okay, I find that men just want to just make it just off merit alone. Like I can rap. Yeah. Let me in. It's just like, well, nowadays you need a little more. Yeah, you, you need image. a little more now because, especially because there's so many people want to do yeah. the same, and it's so easy to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta make yourself stand out. You know, so that's that's what I find. Yeah. You know. Hmm. All right. You ready for random aside? Yeah. <laughs> but the queen of this, like right now, to me, like I hate DC feet. I hate to even see a female rapper. But like Rhapsody is the one, dog. Oh yeah, Rhapsody is the one that like holds, holds a lot of weight, my. I mean, she, Ben though. Ben. 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 Like Ben. Ben. Like, like she Ben. And if you go, if if people go back and listen to her old stuff, like they'll be surprised. Like, okay, no, she really yeah. been out. Like, no, she's been out here. Yeah. She's been the fuck out and here. And that's the thing. Like people. That's another thing. You know. It's the grind. She comes from that ever knowing that grind. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, they don't, they don't get a hundred likes on their fucking Instagram page. Right. They feel like they failed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you gotta, re- you gotta re- rearrange your goals. And she got with somebody, you know, she got with Knife Wonder. Somebody, Let's both of them, both of them coming from another place, a southern state, where you don't think, okay, you are gonna hear this type of rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's like, and he's like, look, you got it. And I'm gonna show you how to keep getting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ninth is. I mean. Honestly, you can't really fail. You link it with somebody like Ninth. Yeah, and he's good people. I've I met him a you couple times. Oh, yeah. that's good, dope. good, good man. Good matter man. Matter of fact, um, Jack Joe and Don Flamingo's work with. Matter of fact, they both on his album that he just put out, the compilation album. Okay. The oh, now I know he put out. That. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. I know he put out an album. Yeah, he got a, like a compilation of Jack Joe and Don Flamingo are okay. both featured on that album. Okay. Yeah. Word. Word. New Orleans. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and so no. see, it's happening, man. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. All right, let's let's do this random aside. It's going to be fun. All right. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. All right. Yeah. What's the flyest thing you've ever done? Flyest thing I've ever done? Yeah. Married my queen. Okay. I respect that. Respect that. Is it possible to make the process look sexy? What process? You know how people like respect the process, trust the process. You know, like because you know you, you in the mud, you in the thick yeah. of it. Is it is it possible to make the process look sexy? Nah, dog. You gotta get your hands dirty first. Because you know, in the days, in the age of the highlight reel of Instagram, people not seeing the process that don't know you. Yeah. Um. People are hesitant to show that process. Yeah, nah. I don't think that. 
So you asked me if there's a sexy way? Is there a way to make it look sexy? And again, there's no nah. right or wrong answers to this. Nah, whatever you, whatever your answer is. You got, nah, you, you, you got to build up to that. Nah, you know, nobody comes out looking. Nah. Nah, you got yeah, you to get your hands dirty first. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? There, there's, there's no... All right. Mm-mm. Describe life of Kanye West as president. As, a, as president. President? Yeah. Kanye West is fucking president. And man, you <laughs> ask me questions that I give no time to people. I love his music. Um, Kanye West is president. Musically, I'm just speaking musically. Musically, he would have did a lot for us, like for the music people. Okay. He, for the creators, he would have did a, a bunch, you know. But I'm pretty sure he'd have his own fucking twist to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Musically, uh, all that other shit. She got me, big dog. Like, okay. You <laughs> got me. All right. Uh, you've been asked to come up with a Met Gala theme. What is it? Um, Met Gala theme. Fucking 90s vintage. Okay. I fuck with that. <laughs> 90s vintage, you I heard? fuck with that. See what, see what them people come up with. Yeah. Um, name the best chicken spot anywhere. Chicken spot anywhere. Best chicken spot anywhere. My house, my wife. Okay. She's a chef. We go with that. Chef Vasquez, you heard? We go with that. Six C's cuisine. <laughs> All right, we go with that. This this the catering company? Yeah, Six C's Cuisine. All right, we got to put that in the show notes. So you make yeah. sure you give me that info. Put that in the show notes so yeah. everybody know. We can drop it right here. Six C's Cuisine. Where can they find all the info? Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, Six C's Cuisine. It's um, v, it's the numeral... Roman numeral. Roman numeral six. So V-I-C-S Cuisine. Okay. Boom. Yeah. All right. What if hip-hop was a sport where people played for rings? How different would the game be? A lot of people want to last. Um, a lot of people have been quick, man. It's like one of those things, like a Pac and Biggie would have never died. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like where, how different how things different the been. game would be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like with with Pac, you think he gave it the Biggie hard enough? Like you, you know, pause. But like, just imagine some of these some of these new era rappers. Like how much that shit would have really, you know, how much. Of that would have really played into these, you know, even before these new age. Now I won't put everything on them, but I'm saying like certain shit. Imagine Pac on social media, <laughs> going live. <laughs> Imagine Pac going live wow. after getting dissed yeah. from Biggie. That would have been wild. And he probably <laughs> just, I mean, he's just gonna give us all the whole freestyle yeah. on the live. If you miss Everything it, it's gone. It's gone, right? <laughs> So, okay. Yeah. I ain't think about it like that. All right. Name three places in your city to take a first time visitor. Um, Studio B. Um, Studio B. That's that's probably like number one. Um, to the hood, to a hole in the wall bar. Let them get let them get that experience. It's one thing I I did, Essence last year, when people walked into Kermit Reference Bar. Mm-hmm. That had to be one of the best because it was like they felt more at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they hold the wall bar. It ain't got to be yeah, kind of p- reference. People, people be 
straying away from the hole in the wall. I'm like, nah, you get the real, you get the real feel right there, oh, man. Yeah. Um, for nightlife, you know, nice a nice bar set up. Um, Studio B. What's the name of the first person you kissed? Courtney Vasquez. Y'all <laughs> been together a long time. Long time. Since <laughs> <laughs> <It> was eight. <laughs> 22 years. Okay. Yeah. You're on an episode of Shark Tank. What are you pitching and wearing? What is Shark Tank? I don't know what that is. You know Shark Tank, that show where they um have the um people come with they have different businesses um and they'll come and pitch to investors um so they can get more funding for their for their for their venture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a guy like uh what's his name? Uh, Damon John from uh from Fubu. Uh he's not clearly not doing Fubu anymore, but um he got a, a, quite a few people got um who who owns um who's the owner of the, of the Dallas Mavericks? Well, oh um your boy, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He they, he's on there as one of the judges. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's that, that's what Shark Tank is. So, what's the question there? If you were going, if you were to go on Shark Tank, what are you uh-huh. pitching and wearing? What am I pitching? I'm pitching New Orleans culture. I need a, a place for music. We need, you know, it's probably the most dumbest answer, but for me, person who cares about New Orleans hip hop, everywhere I'm good is what I'm pitching. Okay. And what I'm wearing, just cause he on there, probably throwing a Fubu old fat Elvis shirt or some shit. On. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah. Professional. Let okay. him know about business. Okay. Suit and tie. Okay. Top three artists to change your mindset. Jigger, Sean Carter, Iceberg Slim. I like how you said Jigger and Sean Carter. Two two very different uh versions of Jay Z. Iceberg Slim. That was his that was early Jay Z. That too. was early Jay Z. I was actually thinking about the real Iceberg I Slim. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um Jay Z is definitely one of the ones that, you know, influential. Um Puff Daddy. Okay. And Dame Dash. Okay. Puff is, a, is the reason why I even got in, interested in entertainment in any way, shape, or form. In yeah. media, I used to want to be a music producer when I was younger, mm-hmm. like all of that. I Can just, I add someone new? Like, yeah, I just watched the documentary Godfather. He has Clarence Avon. Yes, he has inspired me. I felt like I'm not saying his early stages is where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. and that just motiv- that's another reason why I'm so motivated about because I. Once he gave his story, you don't need to, you don't need to rap, sing, produce. If you know, if you know, if you know how to get motherfuckers in the room together. Yeah, those connectors and visionaries are key, and that's a lot of what people don't even know exists. Yes. You know, that's because that's not what you see. Right. But there's 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 plenty of Clarence Avons out here in the, in, in the industry, but we just don't know about. Them. Right. Um, what'd you do last summer? What I did last summer. What did I do last summer? Fuck, I don't know what I did yesterday. <laughs> last summer, um, 
vacation. I'm, I'm a family man too, so okay. my son's heavily into sports, camping, we like the different football camps, vacation. That's an active summer, man. Yeah, Some people man. don't do shit, but sit Work, on the porch yeah, and. Nah, nah, we, we, we always. I <laughs> might go to a cookout or two, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I always got something going on. Um, Name the last amazing album you heard. Last amazing album, Gene Stands a Hard Body. Boom. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years? <sighs> Being that G, the GOAT. Being, a, you know, making myself. Being an inspiration mm. to um, for people to to do whatever they want to do. Okay. Whatever passion it is they have. Like I don't want to. I just want to, you know, help motivate, mm. inspire. You know, I don't. I don't. That's cool. Goat status. You know, that's yeah. I, I see that. That's the stunt side of me. But really, I just want to inspire and motivate people just to do what they want to do. Right. You know, to give people opportunities. Who do you channel when you create? It's the craziest Uber or Lyft experience you ever had. I never jumped on that. All right, how about a taxi cab? When I was in New York. Okay. This dude act like he had no fucking brakes. Was it a yellow cab? Yellow cab, dog. <laughs> dude act like he had no brakes. I'm like, bro, I'm, I am in the front seat. I'm like, man, yeah. That was wild. Yeah, I mean, people, I mean, I, I've... I mean, I lived in New York, so I've definitely driven in New York, and so yeah, you gotta, you have to learn how to drive all over again to to keep up with just the way all the people drive up there. Yeah. You know, it's 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 different. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. Um, concerts or festivals? Which do you prefer? Depending on the weather. <laughs> but concerts, I, I, I like concerts. Give me a quick, you know, give me a nice forty-five minute set, 30, oh. 30 minute set. Okay, what's the best one you've attended? Jay-Z Blueprint Tour. Okay. I was in Atlanta. Okay. Best late night food anywhere? Late night food? Yeah, anywhere. Anywhere? Fuck. You're down because you're drunk. Oh, don't do it <laughs> no, to yourself, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, leftovers at the house. Leftovers are good. Now, my wife's a cook, so I mean, like, we always got food, so it's like okay. very rare that I'd stop late at night. Nah, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Need that luxury in my life. <laughs> um, name your favorite decade and why. Decade? Yeah, your favorite decade. Nineties. Why is that? Hip hop, dog. Okay. That's, that's the era. Go that's, to era. That's the era, bro. Yeah. That's that's the shout out to my man, um, Maul from Prime Era. That's the Prime Era, brother. That's 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 what got me. That's what has me so. Like just that whole era of music. Mm-hmm. All regions, yeah, is is that's what it's like. Okay, gave me hope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, to like, man, I, I could I could be uh, Irv Gotti. Mm-hmm. I could be a Sean Diddy Combs. I could be a Steve Stout. I could be you name them. I could I could be those guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the game needs more of them. Yeah, I mean, eventually they gonna sit down. Yeah. Know? All right. Last question: What does living my best life mean to you? Health. Health. You know, um, family, friends, love, peace. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Having positive people and energy just around you. Okay. That's always, you can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
All right, man. That's that's all I got for you, Mac. So I appreciate you again, brother, for coming on, man. This this is good. This was good. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. I did. I did. Okay. We we can have more of these off off mic, man. Whenever. Yeah, man. You always like for all guests to come on the show. We always got an open invite. Come back on whenever, man. You know what I mean. So uh, what's next for you? Brand new. Mac Music, you're the first one, so you're getting a real exclusive right now. <laughs> Mac Music Mondays will be dropping soon. I, don't, I haven't picked a date yet, but it is coming soon. Okay. Um, you know, and I'm trying to body all different styles of New Orleans rap. Okay. And get different people that you wouldn't think would collab together. Okay. Together, so. Okay. It's just gonna be, you know, it'll be dope to hear some of these artists and. Before any of that, How You Love That, Volume 4, will be dropping. Give me Monday. Give me till Monday. It's going to drop Monday. Okay. All right. How You Love That, Volume 4. All right. Week from the day. This All right. One so by like... the time y'all hear this show, it'll be Wednesday. Uh-huh. So just a few days after that, yes. and we'll get to get another How You Love That on Spotify. So I'm... I'm looking forward to all of it, man. Yeah, I, 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 I want to. I'm, I'm really, really wanting to know what's happening in, 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 in the streets here with the, with the artists here. So, yeah. all right, well, thank you again. All right, man. All right, it. y'all. Peace. Oh, don't forget, don't be a goofy. All right, peace for you. <laughs>